it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome to Information Operation. Today we have Jason Miller, who's a former strategist and uh, spokesman for the Trump campaign. He's with us via audio today, and he's got a new venture, which most of you have heard of, called Getter, which is a new competitor to Twitter. Well, welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, Todd. Thanks for having me. So uh, first, I read that uh, Getter stands for Get Together. Is that correct? Yeah, it's uh, originally started, we're trying to think of uh, some different names for the platform. And uh, obviously, there's some pretty iconic ones that are out there in the social media space. And what we really wanted to get to is a sense of community. How do we build community? How do we get people together? And kind of over the process of figuring out uh, what are some synonyms for get together just got truncated down together. And it's kind of catchy. It's stuck. And uh, besides all the ideas I came up with for uh, platform names, uh, the rest <laughs> of the team hated. So they're like, all right, getter it is. And so it's uh, it's uh, it's. Like I said, it's intriguing. People are kind of, wait, what does that mean? Like, oh, okay, now we get it. Uh, get together. So uh, it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was a little strange at first, but I agree. It kind of grows on you. Um, so tell me, uh, look, you guys have, uh, first of all, I think the technology is fantastic. I mean, it's quick, oh, thank it's you. fast, it's, uh, it's easy to use. The engagement is easy, which, you know, some of the other platforms, is that's not the case. So it's, it's very Twitter-like, which, or even better than Twitter in many ways. So, uh, but you've had some issues with uh, them coming after you since it started and slander in the press, et cetera. Can you go into that a little bit and uh, so people know what to look out for? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things with starting a new social media platform that uh, there's a reason why you don't see a lot of new ones pop up. And that's because yeah. they're pretty expensive. You probably got to put in about 50, 40 to 50 million bucks to be able to get something off the ground. Uh, that's mm -hmm. even if you can even find the talent um, mm -hmm. to uh, to put together, do it. Um, but also it takes quite a while, probably takes six to nine months to do to, to do it right. And you have not just from the the uh, marketplace competitors, whether that be other social media folks or in big tech, uh, but we have political targets on us as well. Um, since we're in the um, obviously the platforms open to people from all ideologies and all excuse me all backgrounds, but a lot of folks in the media view this as being a a Trump proxy, so to speak, and so mm -hmm. we get attacked on that. But we also mm -hmm. have uh, a target on our backs internationally, and so as we've seen, mm -hmm. um, whether it be the the CCP in China, um, which has done their best to try to uh, flood the zone with uh, with content. Uh, same thing that we've seen from uh, what, what's left of ISIS, uh, the cave dwellers that are they're left with ISIS trying to say, hey, this is the great Trump platform. Let's see if we can't take it down. Uh, really? we, have to, we have we have targets on our back end. But you know what? It's um, I think we've done a very good job of uh, of weathering it. We have a very strong uh, moderation, both of the, the AI and with the, uh, the human moderation part to make sure that we're fighting against that. And they haven't been able to knock us off the pedestal. And I think that's really a testament to a couple things. One, the fact that people are hungry for free speech. They want to see something. And number two, they're angry at big tech. They're tired of these social media Very oligarchs true. in Silicon Valley dictating everything they do in life. And, you know, Todd, one of the things that I always say, uh, just because we're, we're 2 million uh, globally 
and uh, half of that in the U.S., half of that around the rest of the world. And what I always say to folks outside the U.S., or as I've learned, if you think people in the U.S. are mad, these Silicon Valley titans uh, are playing God with their free speech rights. Imagine if you live outside the U.S. Imagine if you're saying, wait a minute, why are these uh, these uh, these three Americans or these three Silicon Valley residents determining what we can and can't say in, say, Brazil or the U.K.? Yeah, for sure. Speaking of, uh, I completely agree with that. How, how does how does other languages work on there? I mean, do you, is everything in English? I mean, I know on Twitter they have different type scripts and you know Cyrillic alphabet and stuff like that. Do you plan on putting that in as well? Yeah, so we have, we're at about a dozen languages right now. Mm. Um, and uh, when you sign up, you pick which language you want to be in. Uh, mm. So then people here um, communicating in that language, then you get you get the pickup there. Um, but you obviously you can follow people who are speaking other languages, but it, right. it, it prompts you uh, based on language. We are working on a translation feature. Keep in mind, even Twitter right now, they rely on Google to do all their translation work. Mm. Uh, that's, that's one of the things that we're uh, working through that might take a little bit longer on the translation tool, just I'm assuming that... Uh, uh, Google is probably not going to want to uh, team up uh, with us. I'm just going to just going to use my spidey sense on that one. Uh, so it might take talk a about a single point of failure. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, but we are we are working towards that, uh, and that's that's you know one of the great things is for all the talk about the populists around the world, uh, you know I've probably engaged more with folks uh, from other countries on social media just in the six weeks that we've launched together than I probably mm -hmm. ever did before on Twitter, and it's uh, because people are glad that finally they feel like they're they're out from under the thumb of uh, of big tech. So you mentioned AI. A lot of people have had questions on how that works on Getter, um, uh, you know, with concern that you're possibly shadow banning certain content or whatever. For instance, vaccine hesitancy or whatever. Tell us where you are on all of that. How does the AI work? Yeah. So our principles are that we want you to join the platform if you support free speech and you oppose cancel culture. And our firm mm -hmm. belief is nobody is ever going to be censored or deplatformed or anything of the sort for expressing their political beliefs. That's really kind of at our core. That, that's at our core philosophy. Now, mm -hmm. obviously, we do have a community standards just in the same way that you can't walk into a restaurant and threaten somebody physically. You can't go right. and, and threaten illegal activity or harm or doxing, that type of thing on the platform. What we never do though is there's never any aspect of political discrimination that you see from the other sites uh, we obviously for example if uh, isis wants to try to come on and post a picture of beheadings uh, we're not right. going to allow that uh, right if, if the ccp wants to come on and try to uh, post um, sexually explicit content uh, we're not going to allow that and so we're going to we're going to absolutely use ai on those parts to give you kind of the granular kind of in the weeds aspect of this mm -hmm. is that so and it's constantly we're constantly reviewing and going through this we want to make sure that we're, um, uh, that, again, that we're only keeping out things that are uh, that are really egregious. Uh, so uh, things go through, things are picked up in the AI, and they're um, they're scored. Anything above a nine, that's say, for example, uh, you know, the the Kathy Griffin, uh, you know, the Kathy Griffin beheading, uh, right. you know, that that'd be something that we'd block out. Or for example, the uh, the explicit, the unedited Hunter Biden uh, sex tape. Uh, <laughs> that would be um, uh, that that would be something that I, I think that probably goes against the community standard. Standards. Like I know it's the president's son, but uh, you know it's, we, we, we can all probably we can all probably you know there are other places you can go if you really want to get your Hunter Biden fix. Um, but any, anything between say like a 0.5 and a 0.9, then we have human moderators who look through it um, with a very keen.
keen eye to make sure, uh, just to make sure that nothing is um, uh, that nothing is being lost in translation. Or, for example, something's a um, you know really a political post, or you're making the point, uh, and uh, something's lost in context. And then we have an executive review team with a couple of members of our board, our global director of engagement, uh, who mm-hmm. go through things and make sure that, especially as we go through. For example, yesterday uh, we had a talk about. Uh, Afghanistan, for example. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we want to make sure is that, say, if there are political protests or people showing that uh, the horrors that are happening in uh, activity around the world, uh, that obviously we're able to uh, that we're able to share that content and show, here's some of the dangers and here's what's happening uh, from some of the bad guys. So we had, uh, we were constantly going through and making sure that we're, the, the screens aren't set too high. And then uh, in some cases, certain things are then even brought to my attention where they say, hey, we need a, um, you know, we need kind of a, a tiebreaker here on, on where things right. are. But our goal, again, uh, is always to, um, our kind of our guiding principle is that nobody is ever going to be censored or deplatformed uh, for their political beliefs ever. And that's, in fact, I was on uh, uh, yesterday with Kara Swisher from the New York Times on her Sway podcast, uh, which is uh, for uh, some of the folks who might not, that's kind of like the, the Tim Russer of the, uh, of kind of the, the tech uh, world from the, the left of center perspective. And I, I was asked about Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I said, you know what? I don't think the Congresswoman did anything wrong. I think she expressed mm-hmm. her political beliefs. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, um, I think she's right about masks being ineffective. I go, I'm vaccinated. I'm not afraid to tell people that that was vaccinated. Uh, but I also mm-hmm. disagree with these these mandates. And I go, we're not going to uh, deplatform or censor people based on their political beliefs, just in the same way that I don't think President Trump should have been censored to deplatform on January 6th. So how does that work? I, I know you're on the app stores, basically, I, and I, they are against a lot. They are shadow banning and censoring. So how do they keep you up if you're allowing somebody to say, uh, you know, vaccines are dangerous or something like that? Well, because, uh, well, there are a couple of things here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, number one, the reason why Parler was deplatformed early on is because they effectively had no moderation. And mm-hmm. there's a difference between having uh, having moderation, and having no moderation. I know that might might seem like a little bit kind of um, a, a little bit too too cute, um, but the fact is, you have to when it comes to th- uh, some of the the graphic content, you right. have to say, you have to say that you have some aspect, and really it goes to also the um, if things are being reported. So, say for example, someone reports, "Hey, this person has my they put out my home address or something of the case," mm-hmm. uh, that you have to go and and have some kind of mechanism uh, if there's a user report to then go and deal with it. We do have moderation system. It is uh, proactive. It is robust in my opinion. Um, but we're also going to make sure, and this is the key distinction that there's never political discrimination at play. And that is right. where, that is where it's gone from. Uh, Cause keep in mind 10 years ago, Twitter used to be fine. I mean, it's it might it's in the wayback machine, uh, yeah. you know. And, and look, even uh, I don't know if Facebook was ever fun, but it was less complicated to hear from my, uh, you know, from my mom and my grandma, uh, sure. which is pretty much what Facebook is nowadays. Um, but it's um, uh, but that's now what they've become on on these companies. They really become the woke parade, and they really become mm-hmm. where they're expressing their political values uh, is a means, and they do it under the guise of misinformation, for example. So I mean, take the the uh, go back to my. 
good friend Hunter, go back to the Hunter Biden laptop drama, how they they literally block that story, that New York Post story from being able to be shared. Uh, we're going to make sure that that nothing, there's never going to be any sort of shadow banning or anything like that of the of the of the the situation. There's literally no algorithm or anything in place. Uh, that's it's a real timeline. It's not the uh, it's not a timeline where they can play around. And and I you know now, now that I think about it, you know, it sounds like hey, maybe that's a real reason they went to their their algorithm back in the day was to uh, to allow for for certain shadow banning. Uh, yeah. but th- there's no such thing as shadow banning or the the proverbial Twitter jail uh, over on Getter. Well, I've noticed the engagement's really high. I mean, I had over 100,000 people on Twitter and maybe I'd post something and I'd get like three likes, you know, <laughs> it's not that way on Getter. So they're, you're, it's definitely not shadow banning. Um, you know, you one, gonna... one, one real yeah. funny thing I'd say yeah. to that is, uh, look, I've, I've a lot of followers on uh, on Twitter. I have like three hundred thirty thousand just yeah. for the president through a couple of campaigns. Uh, as soon as I became the outspoken uh, CEO of Getter, I'd notice I'd um, occasionally I'd post something uh, still over on Twitter just to remind people that we're we're over here fighting and it's mm-hmm. a great place to be. And it'd be like you know eight retweets. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a yeah. I, mean, I, I can literally type out Cafefe uh, and get you know eighty or eight hundred, but it's uh, it, it, if you don't think that they're putting their foot on the scale, then you know, I have some uh, some swampland in Manitoba to sell you. Well, we've been deplatformed. I think last count was twelve Silicon Valley, Mailchimp, Facebook, Twitter across the board. So it's I, I forgot what it's like over there. It's all, I think they've become irrelevant. I mean, you know, Facebook and Twitter. You're right. You go there to see your grandma, but people are leaving because they know it's just not. It's not a relevant platform anymore. Well, and they know that uh, if they're going to do it to a president of the United States, a sitting mm-hmm. president of the United States, they'll do it to you too. Yeah. So, how are you going to grow the liberal presence? Because I think that's healthy for uh, you know discussion and and presentation of ideas over time. <laughs> Absolutely, and I completely agree with you. So, a couple of parts on it's it's not just the the liberal presence because uh, I don't want to be purely a political platform. I want to mm-hmm. get more people from sports and entertainment, people who are not necessarily identified as being political actors. Uh, I yeah. also want to make sure that we're growing internationally. So, just in the same way that nobody's waking up in Brazil saying I'm Republican or Democrat, uh, nobody's waking up in say Japan saying I'm Labor or Tory. Right. Uh, there, uh, you know, people wake up and have kind of different philosophies and points of view. Uh, I am aggressively pursuing a number of Democrats to come and join the platform. Um, the passion of the free speech debate right now is in the right of center space. Uh, that's just a, a reality mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. Uh, of kind of where it is right now. But uh, I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm making a real concerted effort uh, to get Democrats and folks who are left to center uh, because mm-hmm. I, I don't want this to be an echo chamber. And I think that's part of the right. reason why the international growth has been so critical to us early where people are saying, wow, okay, you got um, a lot. It's, it's not just right of center uh, America. Americans, you got people from all over the planet who are joining this platform. I want to keep that up. What, um, how, how do you know? I think we, in this whole, lack of a better term, America First movement, uh, I think we're close to kind of blowing through the firewall of media censorship. And, and uh, I think America's waking up. Just look at the numbers and the polling that Biden's dropping like a rock. Um, but what, what new initiatives do you have coming that will help us, you know? get through this veil of, of censorship. Yeah, absolutely. So the 
big mm-hmm. thing, the real big thing that I'm working on is to, uh, to uh, we want to have an online appreciation, online tipping, so to speak, mm-hmm. for content creators. And especially right. now that Facebook is not allowing content creators uh, to go and, and monetize uh, their efforts. So folks, whether it be your show or other shows, yeah. different people where they can make money, they can use Getter as a, um, a revenue stream. Um, yeah. what's, what's really cool is when I have this feature for online tipping and online appreciation. So much in the same way that you see in the uh, Twitch universe, you have bits or you have different ways for compensating people, mm-hmm. w- especially with so many conservatives being deplatformed um, from, say, YouTube, or we see uh, things like Facebook no longer uh, no longer allowing the monetization of, of content. We want to make sure that we have that on Getter so people know, hey, this is a good place for us to set up shop. We're going to broadcast, put our, uh, put our content on Getter. This way mm-hmm. we know that we're never going to have to worry about waking up one day and magically they've yanked the rug out from under us. Uh, this is going to be a great place uh, for us to be. And so that's really the big one. Uh, that's big. And then I also want to, and again, this is this is more for helping to pull people to the platform. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the first one's more to the user experience because if all your greatest shows, whether it's uh, you, Todd, or other people uh, mm-hmm. are on Getter, then of course people are going to uh, come and check it out. I want to have uh, campaign fundraising ability uh, for um, uh, folks mm-hmm. running for Congress or, or state governor. Uh, so that we can click a button in the upper right-hand corner if you like one of their posts or you want to uh, reward the fact that they're out there fighting for you and they don't have to necessarily do some big long, uh, you know, uh, text link or, uh, or you know, or beg for it in the actual post is kind of embedded in there. Uh, right. And I think that will help us get some more of our elected officials uh, jumping on board. We're seeing great growth already, but I think that will really be like, hey, I don't want to miss out on revenue stream. Well, that's exciting. You guys have been very supportive to CD Media, so I really appreciate that and would uh, encourage all our listeners to check you out and open accounts. Um, and I want to have you back on down the road once uh, things have gotten further down the road because uh, I think this is extremely important. But thank you for coming on, Jason. I appreciate it. Hey, th- thank you so much. Keep up uh, the good work and keep fighting, and we'll talk again soon. Okay. Cheers. Take care.